Welcome to Building the Future. I'm your host, Kevin Horick. You can check out new episodes of the show every Tuesday and Thursday at 2 p.m. If you missed an episode or want to get more information about the show, please visit buildingthefutureshow.com. Welcome back to the show. Today we have Shannon and David Farley, founder and CEO at Luxie Sleep. Guys, welcome to the show. Hi, Kevin. Hi, thanks for having us here. Yeah, I'm excited to have you guys on, on the show. And I think you guys kind of have quite quite an interesting background and you've been in the space for, for a while now. And you're you're kind of a father and daughter, which I, I love the that kind of dynamic and, and just kind of curious to know how that kind of came to be. So Maybe let's let's start by kind of covering your backgrounds. And Shannon, maybe do you want to go first? Sure. Um, well, I live in Vancouver, BC, and uh, my background is in technology. So okay. I've been working for about the last 12 years with startups um, and helping them build their brands and their tools and kind of all of their foundational elements that are needed to launch a startup company in today's world. Okay. And so I really focus on um, building experiences and I take a like a surprise and delight type approach to it. Um, we want things to be uh, interesting and fun um, for the people that are experiencing the brands. Okay, interesting. So what kind of, st- like you don't have to maybe mention any names, but just kind of, kind of out of curiosity, what kind of industries were you working in when you were doing the startup space? Well, one of the main um, industries was in research and I built okay. what is called um, online community panels, which is basically private social social media. Um, so that was probably the big focus um, that I've been working on. Other than that, it's been both mostly tech startups, so applications. Okay. Okay. Very cool. So, um, David, maybe do you want to kind of give us a quick background of yourself? Sure. I'll try to come up and, and match up with Shannon sure. you know, chronologically, but it, I get to go back a little further if we're going to do that, Okay. of course. And uh, my uh, experience has been in manufacturing primarily, Okay. Uh, been involved in healthcare where uh, I was first exposed to manufacturing mattress type products and okay. with uh, the evolution of the company uh, we we moved kind of away from healthcare although we had a pretty dominant uh, spot producing products that were being used in operating rooms all around the country in acute care hospitals. We moved in the consumer products about five years ago and about two years into the project I, I sold the company. So. Some of the stuff that uh, we're up to today for me is kind of like a restart because I've been on uh, non-compete for the last three and a half years. And uh, during that time frame that I was on the non-compete, after having run a company for 35 years, uh, I, I had the opportunity to take a little break and I was working on a, a, a book, a book about uh, entrepreneurialism and a book about uh, how important it is that we recognize why it is we do what we do when we are busy doing it. And that's when Shannon and I got together and where this project actually started. It was very uh, uh, serendipitous. It was just uh, an opportune meeting for Shannon and I. She had come off about a 14-year stretch of doing what she does, and she had some real neat ideas about how to further her uh, her work. And uh, she started speaking about it in terms of technology and her marketing and advertising experiences that she'd had up to that point. And I said, hey, wait a minute, I'm busy working on a transcript right now. It's, it's not like that. It's not from that industry, but it's really the same kind of thing. It's the same kind of expression. 
that I was trying to make that as, as was Shannon. So we said, uh, hey, <laughs> we don't see each other all that often. She lives in Vancouver, B.C. I live in L.A. Okay. Why don't we put our heads together and see what kind of uh, thing we can do? And by the way, what's going on right now in the mattress space is something very, uh, very dynamic online. Let's put our thoughts together uh, as far as uh, that uh, segment. And uh, LuxySleep.com was born. And that was about uh, about a little over a year ago. That's that's really cool, and and I kind of love the like two countries kind of coming together as well. That's that's really cool. So yeah, it was like it was like chocolate and peanut butter, you know, and then mango <laughs> Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, I love those little guys. <laughs> yeah. They're very delicious. Totally. No, that's that's awesome. So. It sounds like, David, you've been in the industry a long time. And then, Shannon, obviously, you weren't in the industry prior to kind of joining up, correct? Well, I, I wasn't in the industry directly, but okay. I would have to say that I've been in the industry since the day I was born. Um, <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough, right? You know, I I grew up sleeping on probably all the test mattresses that ever came <laughs> out of the plant. Um, never really understood what a bad night's sleep was. I was always sleeping really well. Um Never saw myself working in, in selling mattresses, basically. Slinging mattresses was the one thing I, I didn't get. And so really kind of the crossover point for me in working with my dad is when you realize that you just have a really freaking cool product. And if you're trying to build a brand and market this in, in a, a surprise and delight way that people enjoy – then, um, you know, the product has to speak for itself. And so when I realized we had a really cool product, that's when I knew this was a project for me. Sure. And the, the thing that I found really interesting when we first kind of chatted was, you, like, you, you said kind of slinging mattresses, but you guys are doing it in kind of like a modern way. And so maybe do I know, kind of want to talk about the company and kind of the whole kind of history and kind of mentality behind the company and what you guys are really doing with in the mattress space? I, let me step on that. The um, um, the I think the the real distinction in in our father and daughter team, as Shannon has described, this surprise and delight, which is an attitude. You know, it's a great attitude to try to integrate. I come up from the technology side. It was all about engineering and medical applications for products, and all. I've been busy making myself kind of known in the industry for these years as the innovator in right. foam bed manufacturing so uh, we were we were pressed that uh, we weren't first in and had to be uh, unique uh, in our approach and so Shannon said I think we can be uh, different in the way we present ourselves I, let me let me handle that and I said well then I'll just make a mattress it's like uh, nobody's ever seen before and we'll make sure we've got some real technology inside and we'll make sure it's useful and we'll continue all of our higher order uh, objectives, which are the things that really guide us, why we do what we do, including charitable work and so forth. So uh, we were just made to match up. And I think that if you take the time to get into LuxySleep.com, you're going to look in there and you're going to see, well, there's really something different about this particular presentation in the space. They, they have made an effort to distinguish themselves. Of course, we're biased, but we think we've done a good job of it. It's a, but it's about how that's how how we present ourselves in the in the uh, in, on the internet and, and how the product de delivers functionally and our interest really is this 
most of what's happening in the space has, has a lot to do with changing the experience of purchasing a bed sure. or a mattress, making it less stressful than getting to a retail store for some. And we kind of pride ourselves on being engaged in not just changing the mattress purchasing experience, but changing the sleep experience. So we've geared ourselves up with a program that's got some other dimensions to it that include, you know, if you're not happy with the product or you're having some kind of sleep-related problem, we're a resource and we'll work together. And we've had, a, to this point, an outpouring, a really wonderful response from a number of the clients that we've sold products to that were interested in hearing what we had to say or what information we had to disseminate. And I think we're just doing good work. It's just we're having a blast right now, Shannon and I. Yep. I, I think it was it's really interesting kind of bringing up the topic of the old versus kind of the new world and just kind of the old way that people used to experience shopping for a mattress. You know, you'd go to the store, you'd walk around, you'd lay on 20 ma different mattresses and you really couldn't figure out, you know, which one you actually like or which one your body actually likes during during sleep. And so kind of moving into the new world you find some of the same um, challenges. You know, you got to really understand um, the customer's journeys online, what their experience online is. And, you know, some of them are starting to even go through some of the same confusion as they, they, they had when they were in retail stores. And so kind of these, the old world and new world are colliding a little bit. And there's, there's a lot of similarities in terms of how you have to deal with um, satisfying sure. the So I'm, I'm kind of curious to know kind of, how um, Lexi Sleep's approach is like, obviously you don't have any kind of physical brick and mortar stores. So how do I kind of get a mattress and kind of why are you guys kind of different and kind of, you know, modern and kind of a new way of kind of approaching this whole space? Well, there is a number of, uh, of competitors in the space now and it's growing almost every week. There are new um, competitors, and for the most part, they're not manufacturers. They're marketeers and product resellers, and they're all doing a great job. We're tracking all of them or most of them, and of the, of the 23 that, that I track, you know, there's only really two companies that are, okay. that are manufacturing. If you're a manufacturer, it's, uh, it's, a, it's one, you're one step closer to the consumer, and you're also more apt to be able to make changes or to uh, modify or bring on the next kind of product revision. I think that's an important part of, of, of what we're currently uh, what we're currently up to. And uh, when you get online and you look at what's happening, one of the things first comes across is everybody's got a perfect bed. It's one mattress that'll suit everyone. It's it's perfect for everybody. It's a preposterous. Um, false narrative, but you know, because of where we're coming from, we're able to answer it. And what we've answered it with is a mattress that has multiple settings. It can be configured in different ways, so it can come a lot closer because it's got some adaptability that the, most of the, the the players in the segment really don't have. And we we start there. And and uh, and as a matter of fact, because we take on that one kind of false narrative. We, we actually have two or three others that sort of fall out. Like uh, if you want to really eliminate the middleman between you and wherever this mattress is, has originated from, you really need to be dealing with the manufacturer because he's always one step closer than uh, having intermediate distribution and retailing and so forth going on. So we think we have you know, a really great price or cost advantage 
We think we're using that uh, advantage wisely to make the product very, very credible and functional. We have an extremely low return rate, which is uh, something that uh, is worth, I think, everyone understanding. And we've done it with a product that's just more adaptable than, than what's out there. So we've had the opportunity here to kind of come at the segment from a, a different perspective. Shannon and I are, are different in our uh, his, our experiences and all that, but the, just the way we're, we're constructed and the way that we're configured is, is uh, I think, a real advantage. We consider ourselves to be, even though we weren't first in, some, we consider ourselves to be leaders in, on a kind of a second wave look at what's happening in the segment. And uh, like I said, we've got plenty to do and we're sure. having the time no, of our that's life. That's really cool. So I'm kind of curious, what are some of the challenges of kind of making a physical product? Obviously, you need like tons of kind of space like in a warehouse and probably machinery. But do you want to maybe cover some of the challenges of actually building a physical product? especially at that size. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, we are located okay. in Southern California. And in Southern California, like in many other of the major cities in the country, there are various sources right. of supply for urethane okay. foam products. Uh, so we rely upon local sources for our primary raw materials. One of the products in the mattress happens to be a latex product and it's actually coming from the East Coast. So we're able to pull together primary raw materials and then put them through, you know, it takes about a 40,000 foot space and, you know, a number of folks to operate various pieces of machinery to, to do what needs to be done. And it has to do with cutting. It has to do with cutting and sewing fabric, the covering materials. And in our case, it has to do with uh, importing technology and there's really technology in our product. What I mean by that is both on the inside and on the outside. We use machinery that is like uh, numerically controlled, dig digital, you know, based programming allows us to cut uh, a certain uh, shapes into the interior, which provide for very unique feeling uh, elements inside the bed that we call SBT, support bouncing technology. It's kind of about softness, but it's really about matching people's shapes. So when we say that the bed is adjustable to soft and medium and firm, what we are also saying is that the shape, the soft configuration in this manufacturing technique that we've imparted in the product makes it have a very unique feel and it does a very good job of complying to your shape or matching your shape and it adds tremendously to the perception of softness without giving up support directly beneath it. And that's always what bed makers are talking about. How, you know, comfort is all about uh, softness on the surface and support from down beneath. We think we've really got a unique feel that we've put inside the product. So that's what's going on in our physical plant. And uh, at the end of the day, putting it all together, um, that the, the, the outside of the mattress or its configuration is also unique in that we've got a cover that doesn't quite look like anybody else's. It's actually quite functional. It allows uh, the consumer to get inside the mattress and to make the configuration changes and get it back closed up again without uh, you know, having it, you know, the finished product after it's been uh, 
opened up and closed again still looks well tailored and all of that. And and uh, while we're busy, you know, with that presentation or that configuration, we've taken the time to basically make both halves of the bed separate from one another so that one side of the bed can be configured in one mode and the other side of the bed can be fig configured differently. So it accommodates somebody who's a larger person, maybe feels like they need some, some firmer, flatter surface, and maybe the other individual is, you know, 100 pounds different in weight and has a whole bunch of different sets of, a set of preferences. We really are are then delivering something unique, and I've just described it in the in trying to kind of relating that to the space and to the to the flow of goods and, and all that. We're in a we're in a real good location uh, geographically for the raw materials that we require and the workforce that we require. Uh, most of the people involved in this project have been with me for a very very long time. I mentioned earlier how I sold the company and. Uh, quite frankly, on coming back at uh, the market with, with uh, this project, I found a lot of folks that very anxious to get back together with Shannon and I and work on this project because we believe we're doing, we're doing some good things. So the, the, the unique product would make the manufacturing requirements a little bit heavier than maybe just the usual foam fabrication and cut and sew shop. But, you know, that's what, uh, what we've done. We've created a product that's not that it's overly complex, but it has more elements than just simple layered up glued covered pieces of foam. It's it's got quite a bit of engineering in, in it, and it's sure it no that delivers. that's really interesting. And and you've been in this kind of space since the '80s, and so I'm assuming that you know based on your just previous knowledge and and whatnot, you basically took you know decades of experience and basically are baking are making the best mattress possible. But I'm curious to know, kind of. Obviously, you, you kind of had to build some prototypes kind of early on when you first launching. Do you kind of maybe want to talk about a little bit of kind of what went on into the early kind of designs before you kind of decided this is what we need to ship? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I do. In fact, say, I think he could design mattresses sure. in his sleep. He's been well, so long. Well, here's, here's what it amounts to. I've, I've actually uh, accomplished uh, 27 domestic oh, or international wow. patents for, for various aspects related okay. to mattress construction. And when Shannon and I teamed up to do LuxySleep.com, we, we knew we had to engineer a, a product. And, and it's I'm laughing right now because some of the competitors, some of the marketing companies that are in the space, man, the big part of their story is that we, we know we tried 27 sure. different things and then we finally got the perfect mattress that's made to fit just you and nobody else mysteriously and uh, the truth of the matter is is that we put Luxie together on a computer we did it in a very okay. short period of time we had a couple of slight modifications or iterations on the theme but we basically produced sure. it in a day and uh, that's, that's kind of <laughs> like I guess we've had we had a database that we relied upon and we weren't stumbling around in the dark so much and we just got there very quickly and uh, and it's at, at, at this point we have filed for fresh patent protection on those things that I just described, the interior parts, the, the support balancing technology, the application of it as it mimics memory foam and as it mimics latex, those are utility elements, those have been filed for, and then the second piece being the overall construction, how it goes together and allows for the individual sleeping side by side to make different adjustments for themselves, and that's also of utility, and we've filed separately for uh, protection on that as well. So I guess I could say I've I've, uh, I've I've stretched the 27 out to 29. Although these 
these patents on uh, on Luxy Sleep are pending. They're sure. not issued yet. No, that that's really interesting. So I'm kind of curious to know who your who your guys's kind of target market is. I, I it's probably everybody that because everybody needs a mattress, but. Is there one kind of demographic of people that you guys are kind of targeting more than others, or is it kind of just anybody, really? Yeah, I think when you actually start out in that process, um, especially if you're going online and one of your kind of goals is kind of to create a following that's going to help, um, you know, sure. you spread the word, basically, using the social media. I think everybody is looking at the millennials to help with that. And, you know, as we go through this process, um, I, I still think it is the millennials, but maybe our, our core target would be just a little bit on the older side of the millennials. Somebody who's going to be spending, you know, maybe $1,000 on a mattress, somebody who understands the importance of sleep. Maybe they're in college, maybe they're, you know, new parents, maybe they're moving into their first home. And so somebody who really understands a quality mattress over maybe they've, you know, had some sure. not so good ones. Um, that's going to be who our target market is. People that are looking for um, the ease of experience, um, online shopping, but also have be delivered a sure. quality so product. I'm kind of curious to know, like, how have you guys found being kind of like an online retailer when people traditionally go into a, you know, kind of a mattress store, they really probably have no idea what they're even looking for. They probably don't even know what they really like. How do you guys kind of deal with that and just kind of handling that Almost, in, in my opinion, it's always been a terrible experience buying a mattress when I go into a store. So how are you guys kind of different and like what are you doing to kind of ease that like, oh my God, I got to buy a mattress, you know? Yeah, well, I, I think the first thing um, when you're moving online, it's all about technology okay. and programs. Um, you have to make sure that you have the right technology in place to still make yourself feel human. Um, I think a lot of people, they go in and they shop online, but there's still a lot of questions. And so, you know, using your website maybe as a main tool is one thing, but may maybe your website doesn't explain something well enough. Maybe it doesn't show how to do something well enough in terms of instructions. And so people are going to have questions. And what you really need to do is have a really close tie between what are the questions that people are asking and then how do we modify our tools to help support that immediately. So um, I would I would say it's technology and programs um, and kind of tying them all together, trying to create um, a bit of human behind the technology um, website. And um, it's been very well received sure. so far. No, that that's that's really interesting. So. I'm kind of curious, how do I go about kind of ordering ordering a mattress? Do you want to maybe kind of walk me through that process? <laughs> you go hit the giant okay. buy now button. <laughs> <laughs> you actually, um, you just go simply okay. to the website, uh, luxysleep.com. Um, we have a really nice video and uh, kind of tutorial pieces that are on there that show how the um, mattress actually um, operates and how it's designed. We've kind of have some really nice interactive graphics that show how the outside of the mattress works and what the materials are, the inside of the mattress, so you can really learn about okay. what you're buying. And then basically you go to the shopping cart and uh, you can select what, what size, what your quantity is, um, and uh, it's pretty seamless. We 
you know, you put in your credit card information and uh, you get uh, everything's an auto generated email saying okay. order confirmed. So I'm curious then how long and I, I get it's probably based on my uh, where I live kind of in in the world. But how long from when I order it to my door roughly is there kind of a minimum? There is. Um, we're really good at getting mattresses out fairly quickly. Um, our website states that it's going to take about three to five oh, that, days to leave the fast. shop. So we got three. I can't even order a chair. Yeah. For so that. we basically. <laughs> well, we hand make everything as it's coming through the shop, so it takes about three days to do so, and then depending on where uh, you're located and. In the world, um, that's going to depend on the travel sure, time. Sure, because I, I know, like, I ordered a chair from a physical store um, a couple years ago, and it was like eight weeks for it to, you know, come to me. So the fact that you guys can make a mattress in, you know, a few days is pretty cool. Yeah, the West Coast delivery time is about three days, and takes about seven days to get to the East Coast. So the overall time is, you know, oh yeah, so seven under two weeks is that's awesome. So. I'm cut. I'd like to say another sure. thing. Make another comment about the sure. about the website and what it what we attempt to convey there. I think the the, the what's really happening at, at brick and mortar, which is the the reality for the specialty sleep uh, shops, you know, the, the the store experience, is that it's it's just not a place where there's a lot. Hundred percent agree. You know the brands. The, you know, the brands have value and um, it doesn't take, you know, any given city, I can, we can find, you know, any given local operator who isn't doing the job that he really needs to do in terms of knowing the technology and knowing how to properly treat the clientele and how to communicate and so forth. And you end up, it's a blind purchase. There's way too many variations on the same theme. Everyone's confused. And so we know those are the folks that we're talking to. They're, they're already probably have, you know, thought, looked, experimented, maybe gone to a store and laid on mattress products. So they know that they are uh, in need of, of, of uh, a product, but they haven't pulled the trigger yet because they sure. just aren't comfortable. So I hope that in the end of the day, what Luxie Sleep does, in addition to all this technology and and how long it takes us to deliver and what Shannon has created in terms of uh, the visual graphical uh, presentation. I hope that we convey trust at, at, at not just because of uh, anything other than our the, what's real. What's real is the credentials that we're talking about in terms of mattress manufacturing. What we're talking about is the credentials that we're talking about in terms of Shannon knowing about the flow of information for re, for the retail consumer and what what that journey might really need to look like. I think we put it together in a nice way. And uh, I hope that at the end of the day, the, 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 the communication comes down to uh, trusting a couple of folks that have, have uh, we're making a big commitment here to you know continue a project I've really been working on for over 30 years. And uh, we're not any, you know, and we're not anywhere near done yet. We've got a lot of uh, product to deliver. We've got a lot of sleep health information to disseminate, and we've got an organization to build and people and families that work for us to take care of. And uh, again, we're having the time of our lives, but it's it's uh, it's a real entrepreneurial enterprise. And uh, if you can if you can get into that, uh, then 
uh, you're going to be quite pleased, I think, to meet meet up with us because uh, uh, we're acting that out at the sure. pretty high no, level. I love the idea of kind of taking an, an industry that hasn't really seen a lot of change and kind of modernizing it. And I, I also love the idea that, you know, you've been in an industry for so long and you've you're basically re-energizing and kind of almost modernizing the industry where you're you know you're bringing in new technology you're kind of using the internet and you're appealing to almost a totally new demographic uh, that you know probably wasn't there maybe even a decade or so ago and I, I think that's really cool and I think that's really inspiring that there's a lot of people out there that are you know I, like it's and I'm doing some stuff in spaces that most people wouldn't consider sexy and I would say that you know, the mattress space is kind of in that realm where most people don't really think it's that sexy of a space. But what you guys are doing is you're almost like making it sexy again and appealing. And you're, you're basically modernizing this space, which which has been which is fascinating to me about the whole thing and kind of why I wanted to have you on the show, because I think it's really inspiring to other people to say, like, look, a lot of people are in these spaces. Like, why don't you think outside of the box of them and try to modernize them bring them to kind of the internet or, or or just kind of where the kind of modern world is is and going and that's kind of online, right? And a lot of people are doing shopping just from their couch at home. They're not going to brick and mortar stores anymore. Yeah, and I mean to even add to that is the fact of how many people are using their mobile devices mm -hmm. to do the shopping. I mean – can you imagine the difference between having to go to a store and lay on 20 different mattresses to be sitting on your couch and ordering it on a handheld device? So it, the shopping has For really sure. changed. And, um, and I love it that you're using the word sexy because, you know, the mattresses, you know, in terms of design, you always look at it as just a big white square block. And, you know, the foam technologies have really changed and um, have gotten better, which has lowered the the price, but you know, the design of mattresses, something that you actually sure. cover up every night. Are actually well, getting I much think sexier. it's funny because I bought a new mattress two or three years ago now. It doesn't really matter. But I remember being in the mattress store, trying a bunch of beds, being like, I don't know, this one feels good, this one, whatever, I, it's good. Then I pulled out my phone and I was reading reviews of the mattress that I was like looking at and going through the store being like, okay, what model is this? And so like in, in some ways it was completely pointless me being at the actual store trying mattresses because a lot of my purchasing decision was based on like what I was reading online and like sitting on them, I was kind of like, okay, this Thank could you. work, but like... It, so that's what kind of also kind of fascinated me about what you guys are doing that I think a lot of people think that sometimes they need to actually try something out. But in a lot of cases, you it doesn't even matter if you try out the product because you don't even really know what you're you're doing when you're trying something out. Have you guys found that as well? Oh, yeah. And that Shannon and, and uses the uh, the, the illustration of, you know, going to the department store and picking sure. out a good perfume and how it is that you can't really smell too many of them before you can't totally. distinguish one from the other. The beds are the very same way. It's almost like a, a, a ridiculous effort at the brick-and-mortar retail shop that's traditional, if you will, and it doesn't really necessarily sure. work at all. So, um, you know, you were talking about sexy and about 
where we were maybe 10 years ago and how this opportunity would have either not been there or looked a lot different 10 years ago. What's really sexy, I think, is the background noise, the conversation that's going sure. on about sleep health. You know, the idea that, um, if, if, that important people are speaking out on a regular basis and there's a lot of information on sleep. If you want to get online and start looking, uh, it's overwhelming, the currentness of the conversation about sleep health. I love the, the one thing that I heard that helps keep me, you know, putting this in proper perspective, which is if you look back to the turn of the century in the year 1900, I mean, and when records were first being kept by the sleep health medical okay. practitioners, which is about the right time frame when they were starting to keep these records, the average amount of time that we were getting as a society was about, for adults, about eight hours. That number today is okay. about six hours, and it's an amazing thought that over the last hundred years we've lost 25% of our sleep, <laughs> and, and you know there's no biological explanation for that at all. Our requirements are just the same as they were a hundred years ago, really. So, uh, people that that have tried, you know, coming to the other side and 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 forcing the issue and and changing their routines and giving the right amount of attention to the sleep environment and putting in their hours are finding that their lives are different when they are fully rested. There's no end of folks that are crashing. And the, the, the final determination is that they just can't run on sure. four hours a night. They're drunk. <laughs> they're, 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 they're not making good decisions. Yeah. They're not living their life. So there's a lot about this that's extremely sexy, I think. And we're we're engaged in, in that conversation to the best that we can. We've got a sleep health professional on staff where those issues come up that are perhaps medically related or health related. We make the right reference. Shannon and I are not making medical recommendations, but we have someone on our staff sure. who's qualified to do so. And uh, people need to get more sleep. And it'll change. It can change your life, and it can sure. make you. And I, a I lot think more also safe. having a, obviously a good mattress is a huge part of that because I like we had a crappy mattress before we got the one that we have now, and like it was like night and day. And I think especially as you get a bit older, you're making more money, and you need to be kind of on. And you know, we're, especially if you're in a startup kind of space, you're expected to be on almost like twenty four seven, and you. If you're getting six hours of sleep, you need like good six hours of sleep. And spending a thousand plus dollars on a mattress is almost like a no-brainer, right? Uh, right. Exactly. We we're we're also pretty focused on the the distinction between sure. what are physical needs and what are your preferences, and we put a lot of importance on preference, and um, we think it's valid and that it makes sense and fits in. For example, in a bedroom where there's a lot of focus on the environment, where you can change virtually everything in the room, airflow, temperature, lighting levels, uh, you can re-dress your, your, your bed for a different season. My goodness, you could go through any one of your seven <laughs> pillows that you happen to have, you know, periodically changing out one for the other. It's all about change. Why should the mattress be the only thing in the room that you can't change? Sure. Why can't you have some fun with it. Why can't, rather than us having an overly, ridiculously technical conversation about building a bed to meet your physical requirements because you happen to weigh 300 pounds and your spouse weighs a third of that, you know, th that, those are factors without a doubt. But why not just uh, have the opportunity to make some change ups? That is a contributor to um, making 
making it so your uh, your retreat is like taking a mini vacation. I mean, when you when you do take a vacation and take a break from your routine, a lot of it has to do with well, a third of the time you spend away from home on a vacation sure. spent in bed, right? And it's if it and if it, ideally it's not like the bed. Totally, it's a change, and so we're very focused on that as being important. Uh, sleep health is being the issue, and we think sure. it's extremely. Sexy. So I'm kind of curious to um, cover what is Charity World Bed and kind of why did you guys start it? <laughs> well. Um, I'm going to give you a brief okay. history of that. Um, I've got to go back to the to the Hurricane Katrina. Sure. We all remember that. At the time of the occurrence of Katrina, we were making mattresses, and we always have sloughed off or excess material. We decided that some of that excess material would be useful in the, some of the venues where folks were being transported to and where they were being uh, uh, held up and sleeping on okay. cots. Okay? We built a cot pad, make it a little more comfortable. But then we found out that in the facility where we thought there was 11,000 cots and 11,000 people, there was actually 11,000 cots and 27,000 people. And so the mattress pads or the cot pads that we provided ended up being supplementally other surfaces to sleep on. And it wasn't long after that that, that the earthquake right. happened in Haiti. And when that happened, we took the same idea that we knew we could deliver in mass quantities. We perfected it as more of a finished product because we knew it was going to be slept on directly there and the mission was to get people off the ground so we started shipping oh, wow. product to haiti we partnered with vision and then we've gone on over the years to deliver over forty thousand sleep surface products to about 27 countries around the world mostly for disaster relief applications because they're easily transported and delivered but also on a on a different basis into the third world into into some pretty uh, interesting uh, circumstances. Again, the mission is sure. to get people off the ground. And um, that charity, which was called World Bed, existed during the life of our uh, my company uh, experience. And as I mentioned earlier, I sold the company three and a half years ago, and that, tr that effort went uh, off under the control okay. of other folks. So what Shannon and I have said is, we don't want to quit you know, with our, our, the spirit here. But things have changed. We haven't had a big natural disaster lately that would fit kind of what we were up to. And we feel really sincerely uh, interested in the well-being of returning military and their sure. families here at home. And so we've partnered up with AMVETS, who is uh, uh, operating on a national uh, scope, uh, mostly, though, delivering locally in Southern California. Uh, regularly uh, with every mattress that we turn out, you know, a part of that goes to our charitable efforts and that's the channel that we're, that we're in today. But so I can say that maybe before most anyone else in the industry, and we have had tremendous industry support. Um, we, we raised a lot of funds internally, but also externally, but within our industry, wonderful companies, in our industry helped us out, particularly around the, the Haiti event. And uh, I could name them all, but there's probably a list of 20 or 25 companies that made all of them significant contributions to helping us get that done. Today, uh, as we restart, if you will, and as Luxie Sleep comes on stream, we're just uh, continuing the same uh, spirited effort in a slightly different channel, one which we think is more appropriate for the for the current times. 
Yeah, and I and I would just add to that. It's we don't we're not just handing over mattresses or handing over dollars. We've actually had opportunity. To, we actually get on the trucks and get out there and deliver mattresses That's into awesome. the homes of these vets. And it's a it, it's it is awesome. Um, you know, it's such a treat to be able to treat these people and really um, be a part of a, a give back program where you're personally involved in it. So it's just not a dollar exchange. We're actually, no, we're out that's, there doing that's it. really cool. And obviously like, you know, it's nice to give back to people like that, that, you know, serve the country and, and whatnot. And I, I think that's really awesome of you guys. So I'm, I'm kind of curious early in the show, David, you mentioned you wrote a book. Do you maybe want to kind of cover quickly what that book is about? Well, we, we, we're not, we haven't okay. published that book yet. So the process of, of, of sure. writing it has uh, 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 been valuable to me, but at this point, there's okay. really no one else. Um, I've, I've gone through a number of ex- life experiences with folks. I think that's sort of the central theme. I've got about a dozen chapters, each one focusing on an individual who I've met in my business life who, who have had each of them a very important impact on me. Uh, issues about charitable uh, work is part of it. Issues about money. Issues about organization building. Um, issues like life balancing. And I've, I'm just sharing experiences that I've had along the way. And I've tried to make it a learning uh, uh, exercise. And I suspect I'll get back to it. But you see, what happened was that day that when Shannon and I See, we, we, we literally would be up until that point in time, you know, in each other's presence, maybe okay. once every six months. So I'm at the house, Shannon's visiting, I'm busy trying to put the, the work away so I can have some conversation with Shannon. She starts explaining to me kind of my project. And uh, so at that point, because a part of the book is about now that I've been retired for a while and I'm restless, what am I going to do next? Uh, it, it, there's a point where you take that that and you set it aside and say, instead of writing about sure. it, why don't we go do it? And uh, that's where we're at today. You know, we, we're lucky to have the health and the and the fortune that we're that is required of, of a business startup that you know for each of us. And um, um, so that's what the book's about. Maybe I'll about, get to be your final chapter, huh? You know, that totally. would be appropriate. <laughs> then I could put the thing to bed. That's perfect, Shannon. I hadn't really put the process. So do you think That's you'll... Great. We don't have to do that right away, though, do we? Can we sure. wait for a while? I'm having to wait. Yeah. No, that's years, good. Yeah. So, like, would, do you think you'll get back to that in 2016, or is it kind of just on hold? No, <laughs> it's on hold. Sure. We're so busy right now, I, I can't No, that's imagine. cool, though. I, I think it's always interesting to kind of when people are, are doing multiple things and kind of why they kind of pause things for a while and kind of come back to that. I, I think that's, it's always kind of interesting to me. Yeah. I don't have any stress about it at all. I know it's sitting there and it, it'll be fine sure. to get back to it at some point. I just hope, I, I just would rather do what I'm doing today. Sure. That, no, frankly. that makes a lot of sense. So we're, we're kind of running out of time here. So I'm wondering if we can kind of close the show with again, promoting where people can find you guys online and any other kind of social media stuff that you guys want to mention. Yeah, you can find us online at luxysleep.com. So that's L-U-X-I sleep.com. Uh, we also are on Facebook and have a Twitter. So if you want to follow us there, please do. 
And uh, and if all those fails, ask Google. <laughs> it's found things for me for a number of years, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, um, well, thanks again for doing the show, guys. I really appreciate it. And it's been an interesting kind of to hear your guys' story and kind of how you're in a, an uplifting and old kind of outdated space. I, I love it. Thank you, Kevin, for giving us the opportunity to talk about it. It's really an important part of the process for us. Thanks for letting us uh, have the time with you. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Yeah, for no, great. And I look forward to kind of following your progress over the ne- this year and, and in the future. So, uh, yeah, we'll uh, keep in touch and we'll talk soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Sounds great. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. 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 Thanks for listening. The music for the show is done by Electric Mantra. You can check them out at electricmantra.com and keep building the future.